seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and have a check field. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive, let's see him. One run is in. Here comes Green. Here's the throw to the plate. He is safe. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. Braves win. So five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is from corner to corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. Hey, and welcome back to another Bat episode of, full of front sweat. Corner to Corner. <laughs> Sean, Neil, and Wes here with you tonight. And, uh, man, it's been a jam-packed news week. Bam, baby. Not not necessarily on the good side either, right? A lot of bad news this week. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. The baddest man in, in the whole damn town. <laughs> Badder than old King Kong. Meaner <laughs> than a junkyard dog. Okay. I, you don't I'm, know the song? I've Yes, I didn't know it well enough to sing along <laughs> with you, though. And one of you went with dang, and the other one went with the cuss word. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. So civilized, right? Well, our hopes are is to get to some of our college football pre- preview before this show is over with. But we got a couple of topics that we have to talk about. I think right off the t- the bat, I think Wes has got the COVID. He's been coughing for weeks on here. Yeah, this has been about. Well, I mean, I started right before we went to Cleveland. Still got. It. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have got the COVID again. He's got, uh, well, you could be like. Uh, you mean the China virus? Yeah. You could. China. That's where it came from. We love China. Uh, we, we, we do. Look at her. Go, go to our stores and tell you how much we love China. <laughs> um, but that makes me think of um, Reese Witherspoon in uh, the Johnny Cash Walk the Line movie where uh, she's. Uh, she gets caught in his, you know, they get tied up the first time they sing together. And uh, he's like, what do we do? And she's like, oh, don't worry, I got this. And she's like, I can't come out. I got the laryngitis. And she's like, I can keep them going for a while right now. <laughs> June Carter, that's who she was. 
Well, talking about the the China stuff, we were somewhere the other day, and Elizabeth goes, "This is made in Poland. I can't buy this. It's not made in China. It's probably not any good." <laughs> right. I mean, and what the heck is made in Poland? <laughs> right. I, it was a furniture store. I don't even think Polish sausage is made in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> that's like going to. That's like going to. Uh, what is made in Poland? Exactly. That's what. I mean. <laughs> Poland. Poland is a beautiful country. Is it? You've been there? I mean, just seeing stuff on, you know, the internet doesn't lie. Well, listen, the North Koreans think that North Korea is nice because the <laughs> the media lies. <laughs> boy, do they ever. Well, have you all seen the Boy in the Striped Pajamas movie? Because I know y'all don't read. Have you no. seen the movie? Okay, so it's about a, it's it's about uh, in World War II, and it's this little boy whose dad is a is a German officer, and he's stationed next to a concentration camp. And that was unnecessary. German. <laughs> that was unnecessary. <laughs> you, like, I'm almost at a loss for words. Almost. You said a German officer. So they went to, uh, they're living next to this uh, concentration camp, and the little boy, uh, his son, befriends this little boy in the concentration camp. And long story short, to ruin the movie for you, he digs a hole and sneaks into the concentration camp. And the little boy has an extra change. You know, the, the, the little Jewish boy has a little uh, has a change of clothes. He puts them on so he fits in, right? And as he's walking through, he talks about, well, can we go to the cafe and hang out? Like, can we, can, can like, we, because the Germans were portraying to the German people that the concentration camps weren't as bad as they really were. And he's mind blown as he's and like, he starts to get really scared. Anyway, uh, it, the end, he gets ushered into a gas chamber yeah. and gets gassed. Uh, so it's a t- terrible. So, so ter- he sneaks into the concentration camp and winds up getting killed. Yes. So, um, but it it just goes to talk about that propaganda. You know, they talk, they that's how they made the Jewish people out to be the enemies is through propaganda. But also how they kept what really was going on from their own people by using the same propaganda. Hmm. I wonder where we've heard that at from before. I'm, that's happening to us today. It happens all the time. Yeah. So speaking of right, right, left, we've we've oh. got a couple of news topics. That we're like, well, in today's society, it's a legit question. Are these real or fake? Mm-hmm. Right? So one of the stories is about Wander Franco, shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays. Boy, they get in the news a lot, don't they? They do. So it drops, what, two days ago, I think? That, I believe it was Sunday, yes. That he is being investigated for posts made on social media and a relationship possibly with a allegedly 14-year-old girl. Yep. And that's as much as we know right now. Now, the, the Rays sat him out that day, and they sent him home early from the road trip. So he's not technically with them right now. And we look at this and like, well, in our society now, this is heavily frowned upon. 50 years ago... 
20-year-old men married 14-year-old women, and they had 17 kids by the time they were 20. You know, that's just... That so, still happens not in the United States. I was going to say. Exactly. But, and in but his also, society... Also, 50 years ago was 1973. It, it really wasn't going on. You all were born in 1973. No, I was not. I was two years from that. Well, close enough. Close enough. You know, you, you say 50 years ago thinking it's a long time ago. <laughs> well, I knew, I knew you had when you said, you know, 50 years ago because you think... 70 50, years ago. We got to start... We're almost to the point, and I'll let you finish. We're almost to the point where we have to start saying, you know, 100 years ago. Yeah, right. right. This, right. <laughs> yeah, well, 100 years ago was almost the Great Depression. Well, because the 90s were almost 30 I mean, years ago. A hundred years sad. ago, we would have been in World War One, right? My goodness, you yeah. just said the nineties were thirty years ago. <laughs> the nineties are almost thirty years ago. Oh my god! <laughs> Next year would be my thirtieth class reunion. Well, I mean, we've got to live stream that. We should. We should all go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, all right. This show is going to drop on Saturday. <laughs> if you want us to live stream Sean's thirtieth high school reunion. You need to comment. You need to comment on there and go. I won't even get invited. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't gotten invited to any of them. Oh, you get invited. Make sure I'll make sure you get invited. <laughs> Anderson County High School. You've got an in over there. I know don't people. <laughs> Mark it down. <laughs> We're gonna roll in with cameras and microphones. What the heck are you all doing? Don't mind your business. Keep going on about it. We're just going to strap the whole table and everything, put it in the back of Sean's truck, and pull up. Here we sit. East, brown, and down, loaded up and What drunk. has Sean gotten into the last 30 years? Well, apparently he's become pretty famous. I don't, I, know, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm kind of a big deal. I've heard he's a podcast mogul. He's a, he's a big deal. I only speak into the phone, into the microphone. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know hands. what to do with my hands. <laughs> So Wander Franco. Yeah. What about him? <laughs> Place for the Rays, right? Uh, he apparently is sleeping with a 14-year-old. And Sean thinks 50 years ago this was legal. <laughs> Everybody did it. <laughs> so it's probably, what, more like 70, 80 years ago. <laughs> I was going to say, you got to start almost start saying 100 years ago. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, in some countries, it still goes on. Oh, outside of the United States, because you get you get especially well I'm, when they become a woman, they're vowed off to be married. Well, and especially in these with these affluent families, right? You know, no matter no matter the what country it is, you know, you have you have families that are higher prestige levels than others, and they, they like to keep those bloodlines together, uh, essentially arranged arranged marriages. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's predetermined, arranged you know? and deranged. Now, I mean, you think about and um, insane. In a membrane, I can never remember his name. The wrestler Gunther. No, not him. You're talking about Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull. Skrull. And <laughs> is his last name Skrull? Skrull. What the crap? You never heard of Marty Skrull? N- Marty Skrull. Here come Marty Skrull. Can you imagine what's her name? <laughs> Talking about Samantha, Samantha, the <laughs> Urban Marty That's Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy. Well, he got in trouble for having relations with a sixteen-year-old, and it was—I think it was proven 
to be legit. Yeah. And, I mean, he's been wiped off the planet. Wrestling career. Like, and he was, right around the time AEW was starting, he was big with all those guys in the elite. Yeah, he was in all elite. And he would have 100% been signed with them. And He's the guy huge. that wore you like. Know the, what I think I remember we talking about this. He, he brought the he brought the umbrella out and it he had like, like a, the mask that like looked, a penguin looking like a penguin or a crow yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He oh. was he was as over as any of the guys in the elite at that particular time. He had signed with he was working with Ring of Honor. Yeah, and was the, had been the world champion. Uh, like he doesn't even do conventions. Like, like he's gone, gone, wolf. <laughs> So and that was with a sixteen-year-old. This is a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, and you know, I guess the questions that are yet to be unanswered has this taken what the questions that are yet to be unanswered. So we're still not going to answer the questions. The answer, I'm saying no, these are questions that haven't been answered. There you go. Okay, now we're cooking with we guys. got it. Words are hard. That's what she said. Was this a a relationship that's taking place here in America? Is this a girl from back home that he's been dating for four? I mean, we don't know those answers, right? And like I said, I, I mean, I think he's from Dominican, maybe. Somewhere. I mean, it, it could just not be frowned upon in their their culture. I mean, look at Greece. I mean. Pedophilia isn't looked at as a crime. Right. What was worse about it was the post. Are you trying to say it's worser? This the worser po the worser part of it the worser part <laughs> was the post that he put out supposedly put out because obviously everything can be altered on the internet but the post he put out that said something like I know this is against team rules but I I went ahead and did it anyways and I loved it did you see that no yeah <laughs> it had like three or four pictures and then it had this this little post he put on there and I was like. Uh oh. Now, well, and you know so that real is it against is the team rules to it, sleep with a fourteen-year-old? Is that what it is? Bingo. Um, you know, I mean, they're is, big into the pride nights. He hasn't come out to declare his innocence, though. Like I found that odd. Like he's not, and I don't know that he speaks very good English, so he might not even realize what's going on right now. Oh, I'm sure he knows at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoever his, uh, but his handler. Uh, but he's not. His agent hasn't put together. Any like, there's been nothing out of Camp Wander Franco, and it's. I'm telling you, I like we when we were talking about this the other day in the court of public opinion, the dude's already guilty. Maybe silence is the best thing for him. I don't know because he doesn't tr- because he doesn't speak very good well, English. But you would figure that his agent might just speak on his behalf for him. Uh, maybe, but then again, it could be. That could be taken out of context. If he showed up and spoke a bunch of stuff and had a translator, everybody's kind of going, come on, that's not what he really said. Well, so in the court of public opinion, I believe the dude's already guilty. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I mean, it was, it was the same thing that Deshaun Watson, court of public, public opinion, guilty. And he'll be lucky if his baseball career's not over. I mean, and, and that was one of the questions we talked about yesterday is like, well, like he's been in the league for – Less than two years at this point. A cup of coffee. I mean, what's what's the punishment? A cup, right? a cup of coffee in the big time. And it's like, I mean, legally, it, you have to war. You have to 
I mean, what's the legal ramifications, right? Right. right. I mean, does he does he get charged with rape? Well, I mean, you see all the time on this Chris Hansen to catch a predator. Those dudes are arrested and do prison time. Yeah. And they weren't in a relationship. They were just trying trying to be in a relationship. That depends on her guardians. And I say guardians because I do we know those parents? Do we know those, you know, that depends on her guardians and, you know, where it happened and. Well, Sean. And then, and then is this a money grab? Sean also made a good point the other day that. Uh, <laughs> Mark it down, that's rare. It, it is very rare. Um, that it's it's a million wonders that the Rays haven't already re- released him. Well. If he wasn't a top prospect like he and, and projected to be as good as he is, they probably already re- release him. But it's kind of the same thing. You say that. It, that's kind of the same thing with Kareem Hunt. They didn't release him immediately because they wanted to look at the video. They wanted to do their own investigation. So that's what they're doing currently. Now, hmm, give it a week or two, and they and they have some more proof like the video did to Kareem Hunt, and then they'll just – Man, I, I'll be honest with you. In his stature that he is right now, ain't no way in the world I release him or trade him until I figure out if he's going to jail. <laughs> you know, like well, if he's not going to jail trade. for five to ten years, then you 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 release him. If if it's just going to be like a some sort of a charge, then you're going to see a major league exp- uh, suspension probably for a year. I mean, I don't uh-huh. know. Trevor Bauer got two years for beating the crap out of women. At the they asked and it court of public opinion, right? Like Trevor Bauer was just do, like it got raunchy in the bedroom with him and this woman, and there's text messages that prove that she was she asked for all that to happen. Yeah, and right, wrong, indifferent, the proof has come out. Like court, he got two years of like his career's because he. Even when he went to Japan or whatever, like he can't regain what he had, right? Whenever that happened, right? Yeah, and he lost the money and everything over that, yeah, be- because it was cause, yeah. you know. And, and you know, here here's one of the interesting things, and not trying to get into a, I wouldn't say this political, but when when is there go- like? A man is automatically guilty, regardless, just based off a woman can say this happened and he's guilty, and you better hope to heck you can prove it otherwise. Sean's walking that line right now. (laughs) And 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 the question is is when do we when do we see women be held accountable for false accusations? Well, Yes, but also, when do we see guys stop putting themselves in situations That's true. for that to happen? Yeah. Happened to Kobe Bryant one time, one night, one night in Denver, never happened again. Right. Because his wife made sure it was never going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, we we crap on LeBron James a whole lot on this show. That's something He's never had an allegation of that of that sorts ever come out against right. him. He's right. He's recently said some stupid stuff. He in, said stupid in, things in, about, about, about basketball. Yeah, and but people other are like than that. People are like LeBron. You're you're an idiot. But never once. So, and I mean, arguably, the greatest basketball player that ever played. I mean, you can make that case. You can argue that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. 
And it's like, if LeBron can do that, the dude came into the league at 17, 18 years old. Do you know the difference with LeBron is that a lot of people he didn't buy he didn't buy into this, you know, I'm not going to I'm getting my dudes. Right. I'm surrounding myself with my people before I get into the league. That way when I when something when I go to do something stupid, one of my boys is going to be like, "No, you're not doing that." Instead of, you know, these these Hey, Bron, I'll take this one for you. Right. Right, I got that. Right, I got that. But it's like all these all these people and it's I mean, you know, we're a in in terms of athletics, we're a male dominated country, right? I mean, women are continuing to fight for I mean, we talk about the the WNBA, Brianna Stewart just set a WNBA record by her third 40-point game in one season. Yeah. Think about that. Third 40-point game in one season set never had been done before. There's only one person that has more 40-point games in their career, and that's four. And then you got guys in the NBA. That average 40. <laughs> average 40. You've got some guys in the NBA like, who's that dude that scored 40 right. in one night? Well, well, Austin, Caitlin Clark, Clark gets there next year. <laughs> Austin, Austin Reeves for the Lakers. Everybody's like, who's this white dude that looks like he graduated from Cornell? I bet Booby had a 40-point game at some point or another. Booby Gibson. Right. You know who didn't? Robert Tractor Trailer. You're right about that. Rip. Rip. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> I don't know. We're just, but, but I think, you know, because these guys get, you know, rich and famous, and then all of a sudden all these people want to be part of their, their crew, their, their, their clique, right? They want to yeah. be, they want to, oh, yeah, yeah. We're, and, and that gets you in trouble, man. Well, I mean, and, and we have, we have learned, for sure, that uh, what? Oh shoot! What am I trying to say? These letters to where you can't talk. I can't think. What are, what are they called? Non-disclosures. Yeah, non-disclosures. They're useless. <laughs> like here, I need you to sign this paper saying you're never going to talk. I'm going to give you a million dollars to shut up. Twenty years later, I'm out of money, so I know I'm going to go ahead and talk now. <laughs> so I mean, because. But see, like that's another thing, right? Like if you sign a non-disclosure agreement and then you break that, why is that not a law? <laughs> right. Why is it even a thing that it's a non-disclosure agreement if you can just break it? Right. And no repercussions come of that. Right. Because the person that got you to sign it is the one that gets in trouble, not the one that actually signed it and then broke said Agreed. Well, I I wonder if they don't have like a statute of limitations. Like I'll sign it, but it's only I mean because you know you're in the you're you're in the business world. When when whenever you have an employee that signs a signs a no compete when they yeah. when how long is that no compete good? Generally five years. Five years. Yeah. So after five years, they can go do the exact same business. Right. So I I wonder if the same thing isn't with yeah. the non disclosure because Could be. I mean. Listen, it'd take a whole lot of money to keep people quiet for the rest of their lives. <laughs> right. And by the way, career high, Robert Tractor Trailer, 22 points. That was his career I, high. That's why I was trying to look up. I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, because I said that, and I was like, I'm going to feel like a schmuck if I look up and Robert Tractor Trailer had a 40. I felt confident he did not. <laughs> right. like, I tell you what, talking about a big dude and talking about a money grab, what about old uh, Michael? Um, Urban? No. Michael, or Michael Orr. 
So we're done talking about Wander Franco. Oher. Hey, Oher. It's a good transition. Hey, Michael Oher. Hey, you know, I I know I've had a little bit to drink and probably shouldn't say this, but uh do you know y'all had a colored boy in your Christmas photo? <laughs> Maybe the greatest slide of the entire movie. <laughs> and Sean laid down the worst joke in our text thread the other day. Did I really? I shared it and he went, Oh, so did Michael Orr get blindsided? And I was like, boo. No, I said, so boo. blindsided. <laughs> boo. It was so bad I didn't even catch it. <laughs> I should have used this in Roji. <laughs> the guy that's at the Yankees game yeah. with the thumbs down. That's the best. That's my favorite. <laughs> and is it, do you say GIF or do you say GIF? I say GIF. There's a lot of people who say Jif. There's a lot of people who say Jif is peanut butter. Jif is and Bingo. Jif and Jif has a J. Yeah. <laughs> we don't look at your favorite football team isn't the Florida Jaders. Right. <laughs> 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 it, doesn't make, like it doesn't make sense. Go Jaders. Go Jaders. <laughs> that would be dumb. That'd be dumb. I think we just covered that's a new shirt. Your favorite team's not the Florida Jaders. <laughs> Go Jaders. Go. I digress. Uh, that, so, that was funny. Well, thank you. Michael Ower. He was pretty good. Was he though? Yeah, he was pretty good. I mean, he got drafted in the first round. Okay. Yeah. But I that mean, doesn't mean he was off his So did Chris so. Winky. So did so did Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's another that's another uh, show for another day. So apparently, and 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 please please fill me in if I'm if I'm if I'm off base on this. So Michael Orr, they made a movie about him, The Blind Side. If you Blind haven't side. seen it, you you live under a rock. It really is a good. It's movie. It's a really good movie. Uh, he is a homeless kid essentially in yes. Memphis. And uh, Leanne and Sean Tui, mainly Leanne, sees Michael, and you know it's raining outside. And hey, where are you going? And he, you know, anyway. Long story short, they take him in, and they end up adopting him. And then he goes to play college football at Ole Miss. Ole Miss. He, uh, which happens to be their alma mater. And, of course, that became a big investigation because they were like, oh, did you just do this to make him go to Ole Miss? Um, and then he gets drafted in the first round of the NFL draft, and I don't know if he plays past his first contract, but neither here nor there. I think he probably does. Now he's come out with a book, and he's saying that he didn't get a dime from the Blindside movie. And, in fact, Sean and Leanne Tui signed basically a con- had him sign a contract when they <laughs> – when he went into when he moved into their house that said I could be paraphrasing, if you ever become rich and famous and we make a movie about your life, you don't get any money. So I'm looking at the timeline here. March <clears throat> March two thousand four is when he moves into the Tui's home. And then he Visits Ole Miss October 2004. So, like, he obviously only played one year of high school football, 
Right. Um, By the minutes. way, real quick, while he's looking at this, Sean didn't know this question earlier. Wes Lay? Yes. Do you know who Michael Orr's high school football coach was? No. Hugh Freeze. I remember that now. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. I wonder if he was behind doing the whole telling the uh, uh um, what'd you say their last name was? Tui. 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 I wonder if he was like, hey, Chop Tui. Y'all. Know. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> they might soon be chopped to it. Chopped to it. It's another T-shirt for us. Chopped to it. Jaders. <laughs> so December two thousand four, adopted by the Tui family, and let's see, two thousand five, Michael Orr commits to Ole Miss. Um, February 05 signs a letter of intent to Ole Miss and we'll go on we'll go on and talk a few more minutes yeah so then uh, 2005 he graduated from the Christian school um, then he's drafted in 2009 um, by the Ravens so from what we have seen 2007 was the approximate time that this paperwork was was signed, but now this is saying he was adopted in like 2004, right? So there's obviously a disturbance there because what's being reported is he signed that paperwork in 2007, yeah, which would indicate that that's three years after he got adopted. Air quotes. Right. Well, so I have I have adopted children. That would be like me. One of, one of them runs cross country. Okay. Right. That would be like me going on and getting Scholar to sign a letter that says, hey, if you go run, if you get big enough and you go run Division One cross country and then you're good enough and you go run in the Olympics and you win a gold medal and we make a movie about your life, you don't get no money for it. <laughs> so you mean to tell me that Sean and Leanne Toohey, when they took this kid in, Already had that frame of mind for a kid that hadn't played high school football. Right. That, hey, on the off chance, big guy, <laughs> that you go sign Division One football and then get drafted in the NFL and this is a great story and we make a movie about it, you don't get any money. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Again, maybe Hugh Freed saw enough behind it was like, mm, y'all might want to do this. But still, he was. They portrayed him as he was dumb as a box of hammers. Yeah, but he was. <laughs> Who would have ever thought he could get into but college? But he was bigger than anybody on that football team. Listen, I mean, listen. But but, <laughs> but he did have a really good tutor, <laughs> and she was also an Ole Miss alum. So we had a kid walking the hallways last year that maybe six five, probably three fifty. Zero athletic ability. Yeah. None. I mean, who was the big sorry sack that Kentucky signed? Uh, came in the same time as that uh, quarterback. Um, 
Oh. What was his name? Um. Oh, I can't believe you. I was going to say Keontae Ingram. That's not right. Uh, Keontae. No. Um, you talk about just just no. I'm talking about, years ago. No, I'm talking about like ten years ago. With Drew, Drew the quarterback, Drew. Um, Drew Baker. Yes. And wasn't it Barker? Barker. Okay. He Drew Bar- the kid. The kid played at John Harden, I think. Oh. Ah. Uh. Do you know his name? Okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay. Well, anyway. He was his last name started with an E. He was he was nine thousand like he was like a nine thousand star. He was a five yeah he was a five star that was either going to us a or Alabama star. yeah and us or Alabama. Matt uh, Matt Elam, thank you. And he went to Kentucky and he couldn't do nothing. So just because you're big, I, I remember who you're talking about now. He's super super hyped. Yes. Yeah. He was so bad they transferred him over to they tried him at the offensive line. Like yeah, maybe you can just stand in somebody's way. Yeah. He couldn't even do that. So just because you're big don't mean nothing. Hugh Freeze is good, but he ain't that good. So Michael Orr played 110 games over eight seasons with Baltimore, Tennessee, and the Carolina Panthers. Right. And earned roughly thirty four million dollars. And right now his net worth is about 16, 15, yeah, yeah, 15, yeah. 16 million. Which is one. It which sounds, is wonderful. Sounds like he doesn't manage his money very well. Yeah, well, well, better than some. Better than most, some. most athletes don't. And the thing about it is, is a lot of times there's such high percentages for what they pay these agents and lawyers and all right, that other right. stuff. You know, the the one of the other speculations was the simple fact that he's doing all this because he's broke. You know, just because Google says his net worth is sixteen million doesn't mean that it is right. And then all this drops, and he just so happens to have a book drop the same day. So, I don't know. I agree with Neil. It is really hard to believe that you've been 14 years into all of this before anything is said. Right. Like, he's not going to say, the movie's been out a long time. Oh, a long time. And he's not going to be like, come out soon and be like, hey, you know what? I haven't seen a dime from that movie. (laughs) I mean, it's literally been syndicated for 10 years. He's playing, it's on CMT every other week. You see that big guy there? That's me. I'm seeing, it's on CMT. It's on CMT right. a lot. I have not seen C- a check from this. Syndication is everything. But it's like, my goodness. So, I'll be interested to hear what the Tuies have to say about that. Chop Tuie. That was a good one. Um, I'll be interested to see what they have to say. But this story's not over. You you remember Hong Kong Fooey? The cartoon? Yes. So I, I, When you yes. all said that, I was thinking, Hong Kong Tuie. <laughs> so, um, oh, we need to be on video. So let bad. me tell you, <laughs> so uh, let me tell you all about a story that just left me in shock and awe. Okay, of course I, I'm extra. I'm over the top. Now, extra. listen, if this leaves him in shock and awe, it's got to be a good story. <laughs> right. Well, I'm probably going to tell you all, and you're going to know because <laughs> I mean, you all are much older than me, um, but. Generally, that would be followed with a no offense, but he completely... No, that's, no, I'm, that's it's totally offensive. offensive. Oh, yeah. I, I'm totally 1, being offensive to you because uh, you're old. But, um, of course, I'm extra. I don't know if y'all know that or not. <laughs> no. I'm over the you top. You sitting there now, with, a, with the curly hair and the bright orange pants and green socks? No, you're not extra. What about the clear Crocs? Clear Crocs <laughs> with green socks. I didn't even see that. <laughs> so, I couldn't get past the socks. So, um, 
but you could see the whole sock. Yeah. Um. So I was looking for my Halloween costume. What I was going to be for Halloween. Okay. Did you all know Andre Agassi wore a wig? Yes. Did you? Oh yes. I did not know that. Oh yeah. One thousand percent. He lost. I think it was the U.S. Open Finals in 1990 because he was so worried about his wig falling off. Yeah. He, he he was he had a receding hairline and lost his hair and he so his reasoning for doing that was he thought the media would like he buried. would never catch on he would get buried yeah so he played with a wig yeah it, it was a whole anxiety there's a documentary out there about about him and there's a big portion about that about because his anxiety got so out of control that he was like I've got to keep this image I'm gonna start having to wear a wig. To keep my image. I was mind blown. Finally, he got some therapy and got through it. And, you know, him and Steffi Graf got together. And he just went whoosh, completely bald at yeah. that point. He shaved it. Yeah. And he was a much better player after that. He was. So, Luscious Locks, Andre, is a lie. And all, and all this time, I just thought he just got tired of his hair and just shaved his head off. I no. did, too. <laughs> I was blown away. I went down a rabbit hole for like 30 minutes reading article after article. It almost makes me want to go get his book. Almost. I hear his book's really good. Yeah. I don't like to read. Right. I had to find it on tape. I can't believe that you actually Sorry, read these people. articles. What? Because that's, look, if it's not pictures or videos, I'm not doing it. Well, there were pictures. And I was like, well, my goodness. setting very good the, examples for people. Look, this if isn't I'm our coach's show. If I am scrolling down Facebook. <laughs> And it says, read more. Read more. Forget it. Oh, I'm always reading more. I, I will click read more. And if it's like another paragraph, fine. If it's like this, moving now, on. Now, wait a minute. You told us hey, that wait a people He's grabbing read. the microphone. You told us that people read. And that's why they made sure to differentiate between our uh, superhero thing. But you, and you just contradicted yourself. No. Big, no. Did he not? Hey, did he not? It's kind of a contradiction. <laughs> I said, click read more. Our post all fell within the time slot. Well, I don't know. Within the wording slot. You did not have to read more. It was this big, though. Superman I don't have Spider-Man. lines in my glasses to kind of make the decision of what, what's... I, what, no, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to go, oh, yeah. That picture's of Spider-Man and that picture's of Batman. Spider-Man. Well, I'm telling you, I'm going to say this right now. Coach is my, my witness here. <laughs> The next time we do a tournament, I'm not doing it. One of you all can do it. I swear I will never post another another anything on Facebook. So, but I would read books more if it was like, if there were just little blurbs. If I could just read it in blurbs, I'd read more. Why haven't they come out with books that, yeah, I mean, they've got the white, uh, the uh, Kindles. Why don't they just have books that actually look like a book and you open it up and that page reads it to you and it's got pictures and everything and you flip it over. You realize and like, they have like audio books. Uh, I mean, the audio, the audio just reads it to you. <laughs> well, right, but you can flip. Believe me, I know because I read Matt Jones's book. That's terrible. audio. That's, why would you <laughs> want to do that? <laughs> it's a pretty good book. <laughs> Nothing he does is pretty good. I disagree. He's trash. <laughs> um, Hot takes. Secondly, did you all know that there was a teacher at McNabb that used to be a news anchor for ABC 36? No. Who's this? You asked me his name and I just forgot. He? It's a he. Mm. Mr. 
36. Starts with a K. The only person I know that was a news anchor for 36 was like Tom Kenny. No, I would know Tom Kenny. I want to say Ken, 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 Ken something, Ken. How do you get from being on news to being a teacher? You'd think that'd be a step back in your career. Mm-mm, mm. You'd be surprised at what news anchors make. Well, if they make what we make, then it's not much, right? Right. <laughs> and they, they work hard. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm looking at his – I'm going to try to find his name, and I'll come up with it in a minute. But uh, he was – my daughter has him, uh, one of these terms, for intro to journalism. And uh, he <laughs> – so he started in Austin, Texas. Wait a minute. He's teaching journalism? Yes. Well, that might make sense then. So he started as a reporter and Don't become a reporter is this message on day one. <laughs> so reporter in Austin, Texas, gets hired to be a news anchor – uh, he's probably like the weekend news anchor in ABC 36, mm-hmm. and now he's a teacher at McNabb. Seems to be kind of a fall from grace. But he was talking about, and he was like, yeah, i got lots of friends. I'm going to bring lots of people, you know, news anchors and reporters in, do interviews and stuff. And he said, so we'll have to get, um, we'll have to get permission slips signed. And I said, you're not, bring, you're not bringing in Victor Puente, are you? And he said, no, and had a real confusion. I was like, he's my least favorite uh, news anchor. And if you brought him in, I most certainly would not let my daughter be in class that day. And he just, like, belly laughed <laughs> and said, well, I'll keep that in mind. So that's my line in the sand. If you bring Victor Puente in. Are you bringing in Barbara Walters? Okay, because if. <laughs> is she dead? I don't know. I believe okay. she is. I think. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> this is Rip, Joe. <laughs> so I want to talk about one other thing. Speaking of Rip, random topic. Hey, I got a random topic for you. Okay. So we're not getting to the college football preview tonight, that's for sure. When does college football start? <laughs> we got like three weeks, two weeks, next week. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so I thought about, you know, I tell you all the time, the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> This goes back to the old days. What if the big boss man? <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. What's his theme song? Why am I fighting the I microphone? <laughs> You're all up on top of it tonight. <laughs> well, I want to make sure people hear me. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm on top of it. I was late. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> And with that, Coach leaves. He's the executive. We don't have a guest. <laughs> this is our Saturday show. So, you know what You know what his theme song is? The Big Boss Man. It's like Cobb County you, something. You'll be serving hard time. What if he was in a promo, in a storyline, with Mr. Hard Times himself, Dusty Rhodes? So the man that's going to make you serve hard time, squaring off with the guy that will tell you about hard times, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he just started looking at him and be like, I'm going to show you a hard time. I'm going to show you where that baton goes in a minute. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I, mean, on, I think baby. it would work. We are that talking been a, a lot great, about dead people. That would have been a dude, you're dead. dead. Yeah, they are. Rip, rip. That would have been a great storyline. It would have been a good one. Yeah. yeah. For the Intercontinental title. Mm. Because the big boss man was Intercontinental title, uh, title holder. He didn't hold the Intercontinental title. Did he not? Yes, he did. 
He did not. Wes. Well, yes. I know. I shouldn't. I don't shouldn't go, go there. there. What title did he hold? In the WWE? Yeah. None. I don't, I don't remember him ever having gold. Hmm. Not even as the corporate boss man. No. The hardcore title. Did. He, did, he did hold the hardcore title. Oh, that's not He true. might actually, actually, Wes, I had forgot about, we're talking about big boss man, not corporate boss man. He might have held the Intercontinental title as corporate boss man. Yeah. But that was long after Dusty's days were done. Yeah. Nope. Tag team titles with Ken Shamrock. Okay. As corporate. Hardcore title. Yep. As corporate. UWF heavyweight. Yep, so he didn't. Okay. So I thought maybe. Wow. That was that was along those lines that like Billy Gunn and all these weird people held the Intercontinental title. Yeah. I thought maybe he might have too. But um, that would have been a great storyline. Good storyline. Random topic. You're welcome for that. So what about Burgergate? What is this? What are you talking about? Burgergate? Do you know anything about this? You ever heard about Burgergate? No. Jim Harbaugh in trouble for buying hamburgers oh. for kids? Is that what he did? Yes. I mean, that's what's being portrayed. A lot of people seem to think it was more in-depth re- recruiting. Violations. I mean, but Bruce Pearl got in trouble for having a barbecue. Right. Of course, he did say during the barbecue, if the NCAA finds out about this, I'm going to be in trouble. But but <laughs> the hardball thing was way after that. Yeah, it was. It was in COVID year. <laughs> I mean, it was 2020. And we're getting ready to go into the 2023-2024 season. And we're talking about him buying hamburgers for a couple of kids. What's worse is that the University of Michigan said, okay, we're going to suspend you for the first four games. Not the biggest four games on their schedule. It would have bled into their Big Ten schedule. They would have played Rutgers, and then he would have been back. Easy now. The Scarlet Knights. The Scarlet Knights are not terrible. They've got not not good. I was getting ready to say they got Tua's brother. He plays for Maryland. But the NCAA said, mm, "No, we're, we, re- we're, we reject it. We reject it. <laughs> what? Four games? It's turned into a fiasco. So you know what's going to happen, right? He's going to coach the whole season. See you later. He's going to go right on to the NFL. But what I don't understand is if the NCAA thinks, I mean, they've not said that's not enough, but that's what it kind of speculates is that it's not enough." It was one level one infraction. Tennessee got 18 level one infractions and went, the NCAA. Bad, Jeremy Pruitt. Stop it. <laughs> you stop it and just go on. He's a high school coach now. Yeah, I know. We've already talked about that. I mean, it's just, it's just uh, ridiculous. The NCAA actually, is middle school, ridiculous. High school. Middle, middle school basketball. Middle school basketball. I was wrong. I, listen, I, I acknowledged it. I was wrong. Clip that. Save it. <laughs> Anyways, I, it's just... I, it's a fiasco. It's a fiasco. Anything it's, it's, with NCAA is a fiasco. At this point, if if Michigan doesn't just go throw their hands up and go, we're going to let him coach. Right. Just forget you guys. Yeah. Forget the NCAA. We're just going to let him coach. You know what? If he wants to buy hamburgers for everybody, I don't care. Right. It's a hamburger. It's a hamburger. So, I mean, we've talked about it before. It's It's all gross. There's no rules. Pandora's box. And what whatever rules they are is, like, this is what they're concerned about, is that he bought a couple of kids some cheeseburgers. Right? Not that not that we have kids out there getting paid thousands and thousands of dollars. Now, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Um, also, what do you think about Clemson 
North Carolina, North Carolina State, and Florida State saying, uh-uh, to Cal and Stanford. They were like, nope, don't want you in the ACC. Yeah, that was – yeah. Well, I think Florida State doesn't want them because Florida State's on their way out. Two of them, at least, you've got to think is going to go to the SEC. I think Florida State and North Carolina go to the SEC. Virginia has a slim hope there to go to the SEC. And, heck, maybe they'll just pick them up, too, because it's a market they don't, they're don't they not in. And, I, and Virginia makes more sense than Virginia Tech. You think so? Yeah, because it's a little bit more populated. They're good in basketball. They're good in baseball. But we're, um, but we're not sure what a hokey is. <laughs> it's a big chicken, apparently. Like foghorn leghorn? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it kind of looks like. Boy, I say boy. I, I, I say boy. <laughs> Could you, can't you see him come up in Virginia Tech gear <laughs> as they're <laughs> playing Inner Sandman? I, I, I say boy. Uh, inner, boy, boy. Inner boy. Sandman, let's, let's get out there. Let's get out there. I, I, boy, I, boy, I say boy on your feet. And this is where we go on the Saturday show. It's like this all the time, Coach. On the Saturday <laughs> show. We come in with a plan. And no, that plan listen, walks right by listen, out just no, as soon as we Listen, <laughs> you said you have zero plan. So you left the- I said I had zero preparation. I didn't say it in he, he, he did this. He, oh, he, he said was, he was unprepared. Yeah. yeah. Preparation H. So what was your random topic, Noes? You, you said you had a random topic. Oh, that was a random topic. That was our random topic. That was your random topic? Which, right. which we one? Came, huh? We came up with that. That was the, the, the storyline. Big, big, oh, big Boss Man. Oh, so okay. We were random talk, topic. We were talking on the phone today. And have you watched iCarly? The show iCarly? I, I know of it. Yeah, well, so there, there's a segment when they recorded it. It goes, random dancing. And I talked about that. And Wesley goes, we ought to do random topic. If there's some lull. And I was like, well, I could throw something in there. Without okay. you even knowing. So there was a lull. You lulled. i tell you what we do need to get to. What? Are we going to vote on Tutu's Dog of the Week? Dog of the Week. At some point, we need to do that, yeah. Is it just going to be us this week that's going to vote on that, or are we going to... Yeah, we're going to vote on that right now. Yeah, because, I mean, I never really got real good communication on, on thought process on putting it on the socials. I think we pick it on the show, and then we make a post about it. Sean's not going to post it, obviously, because he said that earlier. Oh, no, because he's already got the graphic for that, so it doesn't really matter. Darren, Dog. Darren took care of that. Dog it looks great. Week. Okay. Yeah. Because he said, what was it? He said, because everyone has that dog in them. Or, yeah. Or, oh, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it was, a, it was a good graphic. So, I mean, my pick for Dog of the Week would have been Matt Olson. What did I say? He hit a, like last week. He hit it like a four fifty, four sixty clip. He had four home runs, ten RBIs, nine walks, uh, on base percentage of about six hundred, and slugging percentage of one point five four seven. That's crazy. He had a good week. <laughs> and then, um, what was the other two that Adam had brought up? It was so far back now at this point. I don't know. But uh, Malik Cunningham or. Uh, DTR. Um, you all keep talking about DTR. Who the heck is DTR? Dorian. Um, he was the UCLA quarterback last year. So he's plays he, for the Browns now. Yeah. Shoot. I don't think we give anybody that's not going to make a roster 
I, yeah, I, I mean, think both these guys are going to wind up being backup quarterbacks for it's sure. It's just preseason backup. We're going to give a backup quarterback dog what? of the week. I'm just my I'm dog just, of the week. What was the one you all threw out earlier? Well, it was it was um, Australia making the um, women's semifinal of the World Cup after 20 penalty kicks. Dorian Thompson Robinson, by the way. I'm going to go for Spain, who just qualified for the World Cup finals, knocking out Sweden, the number three team. Their first time, like they haven't been in the Women's World Cup very many times. Like Spain's dominant on the men's side, the women's side, not so much. Okay. 20 PKs is pretty impressive. 20 PKs is pretty impressive. I can't imagine as a goalie having to sit there for 20 PKs. It's like practice where the coach is like, we're going to do PK practice. (laughs) You stay right there and you save the ones you can. (coughs) I think – I think it's hard not to give it to Matt Olson with the stat line that he had. Is it just because you hate soccer? No, it's because he's a Braves fan. He's and, and he hates soccer. It's actually a little bit of both. I can't believe he talked. we talked about soccer last week. I think we ought to give it to Michael Orr. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he had to bring dogs dog to, 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 to really do I mean, we're going to have to get the dogs to sniff out this case. He had to. <laughs> He had to have the dog in him and the cojones to say, that did not happen. Actually, I think he's dumb as a box of hammers, and he's waited 15 years too late. Probably so. Somebody somebody pulled on him and said, hey, do you know? Did you know you didn't get no money for that? <laughs> what? What? What do you mean you ain't got no money? What about all that money you got off that movie? Uh, I didn't get no money off that movie. It's right. fun. I mean, what are you talking about? Sandra Bullock won an, an Academy Award off of that movie. You had to have made money. No, I never got no money off of it. You get your CMT check every week, don't you? CMT. So, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's on CMT every two weeks. It is. So so we're we going with Matt Olson? I think Matt Olson needs to be What do you think, Coach? Matt Olson sounds good to me. Needs right. to be the first two twos dog of the week. Let the dogs out. <laughs> well, it's not unanimous, but I'll say Matt Elson. Well, I mean, if Adam was here, he'd be fighting for the backup quarterback, so. I didn't even, listen, that's how impressive DTR is. I didn't even know who the dude was. Yeah. He he did have a really good preseason game. Yeah. Well, then, okay, then I want to put dog of the week for Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Eight for nine, 69 yards and a tutty. <laughs> Quarterback I mean, rating of like 135. I mean, in all honesty, it could almost be Justin Fields. Three for three for 129 and two touchdowns. Right, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I mean, if we're going to give preseason. I mean, it was preseason. I think it takes pre. I think it takes NFL players out right now because it's preseason. Now, think about though. We're talking about preseason. <laughs> right. He had 129 yards passing on a three for three. And none of his three passes went across the line of scrimmage. Three. They were all in behind the line of scrimmage, and they so took then off. So how wasn't it rush yards? <laughs> because they were passes. There was his air yards. Is that not how that works? His air yards were three yards. Was yeah, it was a forward pass. It couldn't have been behind the line. His air yards were three yards. I guess it total. Could, it could be behind the line if he scrambled for ten yards. If it was behind Backwards. the line, it's a rush. Huh? But it was forward. But. 
he 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 was he was on the line. You can argue with you can argue with coach. He threw forward. Forward in front of the quarterback. Doesn't know where the line of scrimmage is at. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, come on, Wes. Sorry, you call yourself a fantasy god. I am. That's why he's a Tennessee Volunteer fan. (laughs) (laughs) You're wearing Texas. uh, Burnt orange is my favorite color. Obviously. Oh gosh. Well, speaking of burnt orange. Does this year's college football season seem a little lackluster because after this season, we get the 12-team playoff, and we get all of these teams are going to be changing into new conferences. It's like the last – this 2023 is the last year of normal football as we know it. True. (laughs) I think the college football season is going to – Look, they're all going to be excited that college football is back and and playing and whatnot. There's going to be a dark cloud over college football this year because of all the conference realignment and whatnot. Um, so I hope it doesn't just mar it all together. Hopefully the play after the first couple of weeks will make all that kind of Go away, just yeah. like the sun burning off the fog. Hopefully that it'll, <laughs> right. hopefully it'll burn all that off, and we can just continue with this season. And everybody's, you know, excited like they usually are with college football. But um, well, I mean, we have some big stories, right? Can Caleb Williams repeat as um, Heisman Trophy winner? Right. No one's ever done it. Uh, Tebow was the last one to come close, right? Right. Um. We have what I think is going to be a jam-packed Pac-12 the last year of the Pac-12. It's going it's going away. I mean, all these teams are leaving. We've got Coach Prime taking over in Colorado. We have new coaches in Nebraska. We have a new coach in Wisconsin. Um, so that uh, la- this is the last year of the Big Ten being in conferences. This is the last year of the SEC being in conferences. This is the last year of the ACC being in conferences. They're all going to go to one conference, which makes sense, right? Because you're – I mean, you look at the fact that Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State are normally the three best teams, and they're all on the same side of the conference. Right. So you should see two of those teams going against each other in the Big Ten championship game most seasons, right? Then, then you got Georgia going for a three-peat, right? With literally the most cake schedule that they've probably ever had. Yeah. Barring major injuries to their team, Tennessee's the only team on their schedule that I think can even remotely beat them. True. I don't. I'm a Kentucky fan. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> well. I mean, Kentucky will play them tough because they always do. Always do, but it doesn't matter. I but mean, it's, you're, you're I mean, right. They'll kill Florida. <coughs> I mean, I've already – I mean, we're, we're going to preview the SEC, right? And I've already told you all that I think Billy Napper has another bad season and he gets canned after this year. I know you all don't agree with me that, that way, but Florida is seeing all of these teams. He couldn't have had a, a worse offseason season. That he possibly could. I mean, the, he has this five-star quarterback in his backyard, 
and they somehow screw up this NIL deal, and he and he leaves, right? And so he's gone. I I, I don't blame that on on Napper. No, but he's going to be held responsible for it. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and and that's where this whole collective thing comes in. So we got Graham Mertz that's going to be – he couldn't even compete at Wisconsin. And he come to the SEC? Yeah. But yet we have four quarterbacks that showed up at Ole Miss. Like, how did one of those guys not wind up at Florida? Well, now, one of them is 17 or 16 or whatever it was. It's like – how did you – What you skipped how Wonder many years? Wonder Broncos' younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have that part of it there. LSU looks pretty strong. Uh, they have a really tough first-week opponent with Florida State, who they lost to last year. Yeah. And I think Florida State is better. You know, they've got Jordan Travis, who's going to be a, a Heisman candidate. LSU's quarterback Daniels is going to be a Heisman candidate. Um, Who's for, uh, Florida State's uh, coach is uh, Mike Norvell. That, that's right. That's yeah. right. Who who everybody didn't give him a long time. Now now Mike Norvell is he is the type of coach that you can look at in comparison to Billy Napper. He come from a small school, right? I think Norvell come from Memphis, jumped over to Florida State. Yeah. They gave him time. Yeah. Right. This is his guys that were that are playing now. Right. He landed some pretty big recruiting in the transfers and in in the recruiting class itself. So now you get to see. Last year they had a pretty good season. They still had three losses, but can they take that next step? Right. Um, he's he's probably lining up to compete for the ACC title this year and put himself in the in a in the seat to where once we expand to the 12 teams he could be a regular uh you know Florida State could be a regular in in that as well um Kentucky's starting a new quarterback you know we've got Devin Leary who even our own Adam Muncie said that he throws a very pure ball he went to the blue white game or practice or whatever and um uh, and he was bragging about some of his passes on that. And we get Liam Cohen back at, at, at OC. So I'm kind of excited to see what the offense looks like with Devin Leary. Because Devin Leary, starting last season, North Carolina State was a top ten yeah. uh, preseason team. Right. I'm pretty sure that uh, Neil picked North Carolina State to win the SEC or ACC, and you did too. But then – did he get hurt? I can't remember. Something he happened. Got hurt. Yeah. They they just did not perform the way that they right. thought it was going to happen last year. So he's obviously looking for that bounce back season. I'm interested to see what Liam Cohen can do. I'm interested to see what is it Key is Dante Key Dante Key not Dante Key Dane Key Dane Key Dante's I, his dad. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see what he can do. Right. Um, South Carolina has got. <laughs> This is the first time that Rattler is going to be in his second year of, with an actual team. Um, so, you know, South Carolina could be a good team. And then you've got Tennessee. Tennessee's got the unknown with Milton, right? He's got a lot of hype, but he wasn't able to beat out Hendon Hooker. 
but he came into that ball, you know, and and followed behind Hooker last year and beat the dog crap out of Clemson. We'll see what Josh Heupel's all about. Yeah, yeah. This is the year he can show: Am I a coach or am I not a coach? Now here's the question: the the freshman quarterback that came in, did he redshirt or is he like the backup quarterback? I, I've not seen. I'm not sure about his that. his status on that. Because if he's red shirt, then Milton's got the the reins this year. Yeah. If Milton struggles, do we go to the freshman? I I, I mean, there, I think there's too much hype around Milton that that they can't just let him go. I mean, they need to just. I don't think that they make a change. I think if you know things falter, I think they just go into just falter. It just they'll just let it kind of go and then figure yeah. it out. You know. Uh, at the next season, but I mean, he can throw he can throw it a country mile, but you know, yeah, can can he can Man. he run? And they, uh, Josh Heifel's off. They lost the running back. They lost the quarterback. They lost both of their top wide receivers. That that yeah. in losing Tillman and Hyatt might be a bigger deal than losing Hendon Hooker, losing their running back. Yeah. It, it's Joe Milton might be out there just you know. Throwing it to, I don't know. He, he, he might be throwing it, and it might be to the other team a lot. <laughs> right, but he he does have a cannon, that's for sure. Um, of course, obviously. Now here's here's the uh, here's the bounce back question. What's A and M look like now that they've brought in uh, Bobby Petrino as the offensive <laughs> coordinator? And by the way, you've heard. I know you've heard it because you listen to sports radio like I do. Everybody's like, well, they, they're fighting with each other. Who's going to call the plays? They're doing all this. Well, I mean, according to them, they're on the same page. And and, and it's going to be Bobby Petrino calling the plays. If Jimbo is smart, he lets that go. Yeah. I mean, you've got to – you you need to manage your team. It, it and is. And he's not, done, yeah. very, he's not yeah. done a very good job of that since he's been at Texas A&M. It's honestly. hard to be the offensive coordinator and head coach at the same time. And, you know, I mean, it's hard in the NFL. I can only imagine how much harder it is at the college level. Right. And because there's so much on – there's so much on the head coach when it comes to recruiting and all this other stuff. Like you don't like Andy Reid don't have to recruit nobody, right? No. So he can call the plays. But when your head coach is out there having to do all this other stuff, and I know Heupel's doing it too at Tennessee. You know we've got some people think that A and M has a bounce back season this year. I mean they better hope they do because otherwise Jimbo is going to be gone. Uh, he won't be gone. His contract won't allow him to be gone. But he's in the same boat as Cal. Will this, this there Texas be people will will come up with it if if uh, he has another I'm losing telling season? You, it, they won't come up with that type of money to buy him out. But will he be ridiculed enough for him to make the decision? I'm leaving. Yeah. It'll be on him. It will be his decision. It won't be anybody else's. Yeah. The president, the chancellor uh, of that pre- of that uh, the AD, they will not allow for that university to take that type of hit. They won't. Right. Period. But will they put enough pressure on him to say it was my decision? I'm leaving. Yeah. Then yes, that could yeah. happen. Possibly. Um, I mean, they've got. And they've got no easy schedule. I mean, 
they play the U in the second game. Then they play uh, a new – I mean, Auburn may not be real good, but Hugh Freeze n- knows how to well, get, and, a, get a team coached up. Right, and, and that was like the next question is, is like, the, I mean, what does Hugh Freeze bring to the table with Auburn, you know? Right. And, you know, Alabama, brand-new quarterback. Uh, Georgia has a brand-new quarterback. Which, by the way, Stetson Bennett looked amazing in the preseason <laughs> game. Right? Did you see that? That dude looked <laughs> so calm in the pocket. Oh. And he was quick. I mean, I swear to you, he looked like freaking Peyton Manning out there because – because he should have been in the NFL four years ago. <laughs> well, I mean, but he wouldn't have been in the NFL four years ago. <laughs> the last two years is what got him drafted because he got that dog in him. Uh, but he did look so calm and just like pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Anyways, off topic. But you've got new – so you got all these new players. Now, here's the crazy thing. There was 39 five-star athletes in this class that's coming in. For Georgia, no, I mean thirty nine total in this in this class that just came in. There were thirty nine five star athletes. Okay, okay, nine of them are on Alabama's team, of course. And I would say probably six are on Georgia's team. I'm surprised there's not more. Yeah, honestly, between between Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State, they have the majority of the five star sure. athletes that come in almost every year. And the thing about it is those kids are going to that school knowing it might be a year before I get to play. Oh, they they should all believe that. Yeah. But, I mean, there's no better showcase than those types of places. Absolutely. Right? It's it's the selfish players that don't, you know, want to wait. Right? Um, obviously, we're not going to expect anything out of Vanderbilt. No. Um, They're running back transfer to UK. Yeah. I I think, you know, the West I, I I think we're looking at a Georgia LSU rematch in the SEC championship game. I, I do I, I think Chip Kelly is gonna have LSU ready to play this year. Well I mean if Neil was here, he would say that he, he said last year that this would be Nick Saban's last year. Yeah. Um and you can see a path where that would happen. Yeah. Um, because it's just NIL and everything, you know, it's getting to him and, you know, he may not be getting the players that he used to get and whatnot. So, yeah, I, I mean. Well, I'll go out on the record and tell you right now that um, Dabo is not going to be his replacement. No. Dabo's not going to be his replacement because Dabo doesn't like the transfer portal. And Dabo is very traditional. And that's what's causing Clemson issues right now because they he doesn't want to do the NIL thing. He wants people to come play for him because they want he wants them to play for him. We are all and, in agreement, I think. Minus, maybe, minus, I think we're all in agreement of who is going to be his replacement. And who who oh uh, Kiffin Lane Kiffin? I mean, he makes more sense. I mean, it, it just it just fits. I don't see Dabo going anywhere. No, like Dabo will retire at Clemson. Sure. 
and and that's fine, you know. Um, I think he's headed backwards. Un- unfortunately, I love Dabo. I agree, but now he did he did make the change this year and 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 hire the OC, yeah. you know, which is not something he's normally done. Um, so we know as of right now, Oklahoma and Texas are coming into the SEC next year. Mm-hmm. I think Texas will compete better than Oklahoma will. 100%. Mostly because if you look at the way Sarkeesian is building that team, he's almost building that team as an SEC team. Not only that, he has an easier recruiting plot. Right, right. Than Oklahoma does. And and I agree with Neil. We've talked about this. Um, Venables, this is his – like he better not suck this year. He will be the he will be the first coach gone. Yeah. And and then the next question is You know Oklahoma's calling Hypel, right? They have to. I I will I will stand by my stance that I have said already once on this on this podcast. Tennessee can pay him more than Oklahoma can. And that might be true, but would you rather play? Would you? Are you coaching for money, or do you want to go? Do you want to go coach your alma mater? I think because I think because I think sitting, Heupel, not Thompson Bowling Arena. With, what is their what is their place? Their football stadium that holds. I mean, Neyland Field. Neyland Field Neyland Stadium. I think I would rather coach under you know in the middle of a hundred eight thousand people. Yeah. Then. You know, coach at Oklahoma. I just, I just. I think if he goes there, I think think that's a major mistake. I think he can recruit Oklahoma easier. Uh, I think he can. If it's me, I would rather coach Oklahoma. Mm. It's a bigger name. It's a bigger brand. I disagree with that. Bigger, I don't think it's a bigger name. I think Tennessee football is. I mean, thirty years ago it was huge. I think it's, but they've been irrelevant since the late nineties. And that's where, and that's what Heupel's trying to get them back to thirty years ago. Which is exactly why Oklahoma's going to call him. I I I mean, we're just we're just gonna have to agree to disagree because I I just don't think that he's gonna make that move. And he might not, but they're gonna try really hard to make that happen. I agree with that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, once Venables is gone, I think they do make a push to get him. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But I just there's there's tradition at both schools. I mean, really, in all honesty, both of those schools are probably on a linear path. In history, to be honest with you, yeah. I think there'd be a lot of people that said Oklahoma is a is a much better school history wise than Tennessee is. But I I don't know. I mean, there's 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 a lot of history at both. There's yeah. a reason they built you know a stadium in 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 Knoxville that holds uh, you know a hundred thousand people. So and there's a bunch of those people that wear that puke orange. But they, what are you talking about? You love Tennessee? No. God. But uh, so I, I think I think Heupel, especially after last year, I think he was like, okay, I might be turning my heart, you know, yeah. uh, pumpkin orange 
compared to well, I mean, he's being, a good coach, but compared I mean, to being Boomer sooner. I mean, seeing what he did last year, that that's for sure. But you know, it, it's funny. You, you we've talked about this before. You look at a school like Ohio State. You know, they're so enriched in winning, but when you really look at it, they ain't really that won that much. I think they've got two national championships. I could be wrong about this. The tradition at Oklahoma St- at, at Ohio State is nowhere near as rich as some of these, you know, SEC schools like Tennessee. Yeah. I just but you it's hear just, a lot of people. But Ohio that State w- automatically always gets the love. Always. I mean, it, it's they're always going to be in the preseason top five. Yeah, and they have for thirty years. Yeah. I mean, since Jim Trestle got there. Well, I mean, I guess before, uh, what's his face? Uh, 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 Cooper? Uh, uh, yes. Was it Cooper? John Cooper. Yeah. I mean, he was John there Cooper. in the 90s, right. Yeah. right? But even he didn't win national championships. Right. So, like, they're just always that team that's just there, right? Um, Oklahoma has a lot of that in them, right? They got... I mean, uh, Stoops was there all those years, won one national championship. Yeah. I mean, you know. And, I mean, even Lincoln Riley. Like, like Lincoln Riley is – we well, I straight up called him the Coach Cal of, of football. Yeah. Because he can recruit like crazy, but when it comes to the big games, he doesn't win them. Right. Right? And, of course, I remember you all saying, well, Cal has at least one championship. And that doesn't mean that, that uh, he won't, but – how many more Caleb Williams is he going to have run through his door? Right, this is a huge year for you well, for USC. Depending on depending on, I mean, maybe easily because with the transfer portal he could just pick it off. He just go, oh no, well, yeah, just drop you right well, here. That's what the, he did at Oklahoma when he had those. Yeah, you know, right. He basically almost had three straight uh, Heisman Trophy candidates on three straight transfers. Exactly. You know, so, and I mean. Jalen Hurts is proven to be yep. legit. So I don't know. I mean, I, I know we'll get into a, the official prediction show probably in a couple of weeks, but my early my early prediction for SEC would be LSU and, and Georgia. I mean, I, I just don't see how Georgia doesn't make the, S, the, the SEC championship game. I agree with they, that. They literally have a cake schedule, yeah. barring their quarterback getting injured. And I'm not so sure they even need a quarterback to get through the East this year. Oh, there's no doubt. So they could probably just win with defense and running the football. I mean, just hand him the ball. Just hand him the ball. There would be there would be people that would say in the East. I mean, in the East, I think they're probably their hardest game is going to be Kentucky because it's at it's at Lex, it's in Lexington. Where um, do they play Tennessee? I mean, obviously, they're going to have Tennessee, they're going to have the Gamecocks, and they're going to have Kentucky, which some most people have Kentucky at number three in in the SEC East, behind Tennessee and uh, Georgia. I would love to see that. I think Shane Beamer's got something going on in in. Um, and they got a tough schedule in though. Columbia. I mean, the Gamecocks have a really tough schedule. They do. I mean they they play North Carolina to start the season. Right, I think, and then they've got Clemson as well. I mean, they got two two really tough non conference games there. 
Sorry, I'm trying to pull up Georgia's schedule. I think I think that's one of the things that's going to be the most disappointing with all of these realignments is we're going to lose so many rivalry games. You know, we're going to lose Bedlam because Oklahoma State's already come out and said they're not interested in doing Bedlam if they're not in the Big 12, you know. Um, it's at Tennessee. At Tennessee. So, and we saw what Tennessee did to Alabama last year. At Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the toughest game. But they play Kentucky on the road and they play Tennessee on the road. I'm wrong about that. They Kentucky has to go to Georgia. Okay, well, yeah, that ain't happening. No, it's not. And they play, and they play South Carolina at home, too. Yeah. So, Tennessee uh, this is their toughest, their toughest matchup. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What would be your early predictions on the SEC? I mean, Georgia coming out of the East with, you know, uh, no questions asked. Um, I mean, it's LSU, Alabama on the other side. Would yeah. Have to be. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying A&M has that outside shot. I just don't see that team going from 4-8 and eight to freaking 11-0 and oh or 11-1. and one. I feel like there's going to be – that's where you're going to get your – And then we didn't even talk about Ole Miss. You right. know, what, what, what are they going to be this year? Yeah. You know, do they take another step forward? I don't know. They they kind of they kind of were linear last year after is, Corral. Is they Spencer went to Rattler going to be the the start? Not Spencer Rattler. Um, Spencer Sanders is he going to be the starter for them? It sounds like everything that you read. It sounds like it's going to be him. Him going from that offense in Oklahoma State to the SEC. I just feel like that a lot of times that is a very challenging I, – I just don't think people understand how good the defenses are in the SEC. And True. You know, you go from the Big 12 that doesn't play a lot of defense to the SEC that all is all about defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think Spencer Sanders is going to be what he was at Oklahoma State. I might be wrong, but – we shall see. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the SEC preview. I mean, we were going to do a lot more football tonight, today, whatever you want to call it. But we had to do random topics. <laughs> we had we had a lot of stuff we had to talk about. I mean, with the Michael Orr stu- stuff just dropping and then the, yeah. the Wander Franco stuff, um, I'll be curious to see where we're at a week from now on the Wander Franco topic yeah so yeah it it's yeah. <laughs> the zip zip your lip and let's see if we can get it to go away won't happen i don't i don't think so either i don't think so either so hey guys if you guys did not get a chance to listen to the coaches show go back and listen to that we had coach cave on uh talking to him uh today when this uh drops this morning We've got the Rec Bowl tonight, McGoffin County at Montgomery County. Yep. I'm excited. I can't wait to go to the game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think we got a legitimate shot of winning this, this football game. And the excitement on Coach Cabe's face, you could just literally see the glow. He is so excited about this football team and about this season. And, uh, you know, let's let's get out there and pack the stadium tonight and uh, and and cheer on Montgomery County. Absolutely. And uh let's uh let's root him on to a victory. So he's, he, you can tell that he's trying to 
turn the leaf. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, it's, and he's he, so excited. He's got so many surprises, you know, for like the game and yep. the the music and stuff like that. Like, he was so tight lipped about that. He's like, I'm not telling you nothing. You, if you want to see it, you got to come see it. So, so my suggestion would be that you get out there and check out the football game tonight. Uh, I'm going to be there. Going to be wearing my front corner corner T-shirt. What about you, Wesley? I will probably do be doing the same. So, if you see us, come say hi. Uh, we might even put you on Facebook Live and interview you. <laughs> so you never know. You never know what we're going to be doing. So. I'm excited. Yeah. Another great show. Random topics. And uh, I'm going to have to edit this one, obviously, because I normally don't edit them, but I'm going to have to go back and edit it because we had the coach come in and just random talking and stuff like that. So I'm literally going to have to edit a show for once. So, but anyways, uh, always like to thank our sponsors. We've got uh, Community Trust Bank. We've got Kimsoft, who promotes our Athletes of the Week. Yep. We've got the Tutu Sweet Treats Dog of the Week. And then we have CRC, Roofing and Renovations, as always. Uh, if you uh, if you need anything, don't forget, Tutus has still got that special going on for this one more week. If you contact them out there on the Facebook pages and you uh, buy something from them, you get 10% off on your first purchase. Sorry. And then uh, I'll sell you a roof and give you $250 off if you want a roof. So just contact us on that as well. Who doesn't and, want to save $250? And, hey, next week we will get to – and we will get to introduce a new sponsor. Oh! So I'm excited about that one as well. So we'll be able to introduce that one. And uh, pretty soon we're just going to have all kinds of ads going on our show. And, <laughs> and because everybody loves ads when they listen to podcasts, right? So, but anyways, we love all of our sponsors and we couldn't do this without them. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.